We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, Kurt Cameron gets banned from over 50 public libraries across the nation because he wants to read a children's book about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and goodness. You can't make this stuff up. We've lost our ever-loving minds. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thanks for listening into the show. The news for today, as we wrap up the week, is the story about Kirk Cameron and his new book. It's about a tree growing up and how it bears fruit. It's a children's story that he has written. And he wants to read it in public libraries. You know, these same libraries that have drag queen story hours, where they're teaching your kids, grooming your kids, to be confused about their sexual identity where they have men that are black-facing women, mocking women, dressing up as if they're something that they're not, culturally appropriating unto themselves an identity that is not their own. Men that come into public libraries dressed in drag, you know, fishnet stockings, knee-high leather boots, leotards, exaggerated makeup, and wigs. And they sit there and they read children's books, and I put that in quotation marks, to young kids, four years old, five years old, six years old. We're talking preschool and kindergarten age children. They read to them in public libraries about gender identity, LGBTQIA political ideology. They read to them children's books, and they try to instill in these kids doubt and questions with regard to their obvious identity as to whether or not they're a boy or a girl. They try to start them out young, groom them young to think that, well, you can just make it up as you go. If you have a fantasy about being something you're not, then you can just claim that identity. Excuse me. You can just claim that identity as your own. Reality doesn't matter. Facts don't matter. Your feelings trump all of that. This is the message of Drag Queen Story Hours, and it's laden with a sexual agenda. You can't deny that. Who could possibly deny that an adult man sitting in front of a bunch of children dressed as if he's a woman. Much of the attire, much of the dress is a sexualized, exaggerated sexual identity. Who can deny that what's happening right now is not some sort of sexual instruction or indoctrination for these kids? But these same libraries that your tax dollars pay for in large measure because they're public libraries, and by definition, if they're public, they're getting public funds. Excuse me, your funds, my funds. They're being paid for by tax dollars. The public. They're turning around and denying Kirk Cameron, who, as you know, is a Hollywood actor of the former uh, sitcom, Growing Pains, Kirk Cameron. He wants to read his own book in these libraries. He's offered to do it nationwide. 
he'll have a story hour. He'll read a book about love, joy, and peace, patience, kindness, and goodness, gentleness, and self-control. If those words sound familiar to you, well, they come out of the Bible, the book of Galatians, the letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to the church of Galatia, where he said that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. I'm serious. That's what it says, and that's what Kirk Cameron's book is about, about this tree that grows up to bear the fruit of the Spirit. And as it grows and becomes a mature tree, it's producing a healthy crop of fruit, a crop of love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And librarians across the land are denying Kirk Cameron the opportunity, the right, to read that book to children. We don't want kids hearing that stuff. No, that's bad stuff. We want them to hear about LGBTQIA, SJW, CRT, BLM. We We want them to hear all about that, but not about being patient, kind, and good, gentle, and self-controlled. No, we don't want you reading about that to our kids and our community. Let's take a break, and when I get back, I'll share more about this story. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Welcome back to the Rebellion. You ever feel like you're just in a bad dream? Uh, This can't be real. I mean, Piper, you're making this stuff up. No, that can't be real. There's got to be more to this story. Do you ever feel like that? Or you're in a George Orwell novel or a or a Huxley novel, Brave New World, 1984, one of these dystopian classics. I, I'm not even sure that today's millennials, Gen Zers, the current generation, the 18 to 35-year-olds that are growing up, hopefully, but really they're not, they're just perpetua, perpetual excuse me, adolescents that refuse to grow up. That's what I cover in my book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good, which I think I might refer to as we wrap up today's show, because I really, I talk about this nonsense in one of the first chapters of that book and in the introduction. But aside from that, uh, the question as we go into this, the rest of the show, 
are, are we living in it? <laughs> is this reality? Or are we going to wake up from a bad dream or realize we've just been reading uh, you know, a dystopian novel? No, this is real. This stuff's real. Not making it up. This is not just crazy land talk. This is not hypothetical. This is not hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating. This is the story. It comes from the Daily Mail. It's in Fox News. It's in LGBTQ papers. I read it in The Advocate. And really, The Advocate, which is LGBTQ propaganda, covers the story accurately. They just don't have any problem with it. They don't have any problem with this happening, but they share the exact same details. So here, here they are. Kirk Cameron is banned from hosting readings of, Christian, of a Christian children's book in 50 public libraries. What makes it Christian? Well, Kirk Cameron is talking about the fruits of the Spirit in this Christian book. Uh, Growing Pain star Kirk Cameron has a new Christian children's book, but he's being banned from hosting story hours at publicly funded community libraries across the nation that also host similar events, story hours, for drag queens and the like. So there clearly is a double standard here. Drag queens want to have story hours? No problem. Come on in. Freedom of expression, freedom of speech, uh, that's a good thing. We're a public library, right? You've heard that argument. But when somebody like Kirk Cameron wants to come in and read a book, a children's book, have a story hour that focuses on the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Now, what's politically laden in any of that, any of those fruits? Really? You want to speak against teaching our kids to be loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, good, gentle, faithful, and self-controlled. You don't want our kids to learn about those fruits of maturity as you grow up. You should have more of this rather than less of it. You don't want to teach our kids that? Really, that, that's what we're talking about right here. So we've got these story hours for kids, these story hour programs for kids, but yet, in libraries now, across the nation, they won't allow Kirk Cameron to come in and read his book. It's a bad book. Very, 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 very bad book. All right, uh, you know about the LGBTQ story hours. I don't, I'm not going to belabor that part of the story. But now we've got Cameron. His book is titled, As You Grow. And the actual uh, description of the book, if you Google it, pull it up on Amazon.com. They're still carrying it. I won't be surprised that a... They cancel it, but right now it's still there. You can buy it on Amazon.com. Okay, This is what it says. As you grow, teaches biblical wisdom and the value of producing the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's what it says. That's the title of the book and the description of the book. But Cameron, Kirk Cameron, who's married, father of six children, he is the former, well, uh, he is a Hollywood star. He's uh, been in various different movies and whatnot, but I think he came to fame in the TV series Grow, um, Growing Pains. Um, now, Cameron, in fairness, Cameron has been outspoken against public schools and some of the garbage that your kids are being taught, and good for him. He should be. Uh, he's spoken against our public school system and how it's teaching CRT and gender ideology to our kids, focusing on those things rather than focusing on teaching your kids how to read and write and how to count. Um, and I've covered the flaws in our educational system in previous shows. I mean, right now, we're 21 spots behind China in literacy 
and mathematics. Uh, well, that'll end really well for us, won't it? So while, while we're teaching our kids that it's uh, cool and good, moral and right and virtuous, let's use that word, while we're teaching our kids to virtue signal about sexual ide ideology, we're teaching them how to participate in uh, strange and, and uh, dangerous sexual acts, and we're teaching them about this when they're minors, even in elementary school, we're starting to talk about it and groom them so that as they reach puberty, they've got all of their defenses broken down, and they'll start experimenting in activities and behaviors that could get them sick, could get them pregnant, could get them killed because they're participating in stuff that is not safe. I don't care what you do. I don't care what, how much you talk about safe sex. Sex that's outside the biblical ethic runs the risk of hurting you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to take all of these precautions to protect yourself from the inevitable consequences should your protection break and fail. Okay, so Cameron is speaking out about this stuff, and he has said it's sad to say that our schools are doing more grooming for sexual chaos, and the progressive left is really re-educating, trying to re-educate your kids and teach them to basically ignore the good virtues of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and here's the kicker, probably self-control. All right, so what does the Bible actually say here? What is it that this these uh, librarians across the nation are so upset about? Why don't they want Kirk Cameron reading this book? Well, I think it's obvious because it's a biblical book. Now, it's you, you, you don't necessarily, you know, Kirk Cameron doesn't hide the fact that there are Christian virtues in play here and that these are the fruits of the Spirit. Well, what's the Spirit? Well, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the third person of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So it's, it's what the Apostle Paul, St. Paul, refers to in the book of Galatians where he says, I say then, walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is against the spirit, and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. Now you can see right now probably why all of these librarians on the left, the progressives, the woke, the virtuous people, don't want to talk about these virtues. Because the whole premise is this. Stop defining yourself by your fleshly desires. Your desires don't define you. Your inclinations are not your identity. Your passions are not the sum total of your personhood. You're bigger, you're better than that. You're born again, you're not born that way. Piper paraphrase to what the Apostle Paul is saying. Walk by the Spirit, not the desires of the flesh. Paul goes on and he says, Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. And then Paul says this, I am warning you about those who practice such things. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, Kirk Cameron doesn't necessarily get into that in his book, but those are the two preceding paragraphs up to what this next passage, this famous passage, a passage that almost all of us have heard if we've got any 
catechism in our past, if we've got any catechal education, in other words, if we understand the basics of the faith, through Sunday school, through Bible school, through basic Christian teaching, we've heard what I'm going to read next. And this is the passage that Kirk Cameron's book focuses on. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And then he goes on. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. And if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. All right. We can't read this in public schools any longer. We can't read that passage. At least Kirk Cameron can't. We've got libraries across the nation, led by librarians, in state after state, who are telling Kirk Cameron, no, you can't come in and read. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You cannot come in and suggest that those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. Because if we live by the Spirit, let us keep in touch with the Spirit. You can't talk about the difference between your virtues being grounded in the ultimate veritas, the ultimate truth, the Word made flesh and dwelling among us, the incarnation of God in Jesus Christ, and the expression of those truths, those virtues, being found in the speaking of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That conscience. You know, many of us were raised with cartoons of an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other shoulder. Well, that angel on one and devil on the other, it's kind of a cartoon, if you will, of this, of this passage in Galatians. You have the flesh, the devil, speaking to you about your passions and your desires. And you have an angel, the Holy Spirit, if you will, on your other shoulder saying, no, don't attend to those. You don't have to be controlled by those things. You can aspire to something bigger and better and higher and more noble. You can be a person of virtue, not vice. You can rise up and enjoy love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and you can be self-controlled. You can live by the Spirit. You can keep in touch with the Spirit. You can conquer the flesh and you can be a man or a woman of faith. You can't talk about this any longer in our public schools or our public libraries? Saying what I've said in the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes is wrong? But yet bringing in a drag queen to indoctrinate your kids in sexual nihilism is right? Talk about what I've said a thousand times over on this show about bitter becoming sweet and sweet becoming bitter, good becoming evil and evil becoming good. Talk about the prophet Isaiah being proven prophetic when he warned of this. Talk about Paul being prophetic when he said there will come a time at the end of days where men will desire lies and despise the truth. Go Google this story. Read it. Just read through the story. Google Kirk Cameron, comma, as you grow. That's the title of the book. And you'll, you'll read about it. You'll read that what I'm saying is not exaggerated at all. You'll read about his book, Teaching Biblical Wisdom and the Value of Producing the Fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. 
you'll see pictures of what's going on in public libraries across the land. For example, in Rhode Island, there's a picture here of, in a public library featuring an LGBTQ plus family-friendly story hour with a guy, a frightening-looking guy, dressed up in drag, reading about sexual dysfunction and confusion to young children. And these are very young children. Some of them aren't even of kindergarten age yet. Parents are bringing their kids to the libraries to hear this stuff. But the same library won't allow the kids to hear something as beautiful and pure as love and joy and peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. They won't allow the kids to hear what is a 2,000-year-old teaching that you can be defined by something bigger and better than your desires. That you don't have to be selfish. You don't have to be hateful. You don't have to be resentful. You don't have to be defined by your passions. In fact, there's some things that you're likely going to be passionate about that you should not do. Because if you're driven by passion, you're going to make mistakes, and those mistakes are called sins. And there are consequences in your life and in the lives of everyone else around you when you engage in those sins. That's what the Apostle Paul is saying, and that's what Kirk Cameron is trying to tell the children in his children's book. Like Kirk Cameron says, it's sad to say that our libraries and our schools are doing more for grooming, for sexual chaos, and the progressive left than they are doing about really educating our kids about the things that matter. This book is published by a new company called Brave Books. Um, that may have something to do with the fact that these libraries are turning it down because Brave Books is a conservative company that believes personal responsibility, teaching our kids to live rightly, and the reality that there is a wrong way to live, grounding those teachings, those children's books, in a biblical ethic, teaching our kids that America has been good for personal freedom and personal responsibility rather than bad. Actually coming out and saying that socialism has a bad track record, producing children's books accordingly. Here's something that the Rhode Island Librarian actually said. They said this. I'm reading it. This is a quote. We are a very queer, friendly library. Our messaging does not align with you. <laughs> they said that. Our messaging does not align with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's what they're saying, because that's the message of Kirk Cameron and his book. When asked about filing or filling out paperwork for this story hour, one of the employees at the library said, you can fill out the form and reserve space to run the program in our space, but we won't run your program. They just they said that. We're not even going to consider your application. This was at the Rochambeau Public Library in Rhode Island. But that same library hosts a program called Queer Umbrellas for Children. It's a club of safe space where teens and others can learn, discuss, connect over queer history, art, community resources, and more. I'm reading from their description of what they do. According to that library's website, it's available to all members of the LGBTQ plus community who are 12 
years of age and up. San Diego Public Library told Kirk Cameron and the publishers of his book, again, titled As You Grow, this isn't likely something that we will do. That's their quote in terms of having a story hour. And why? Because of how diverse our community is. Okay, so in the name of diversity and inclusion, we're going to exclude you because we don't want to be that diverse. Duplicitous, hypocritical. Dog chasing its tail. They don't believe in diversity. They don't believe in inclusion. Otherwise, why would they exclude somebody who simply wants to read a children's book about being gentle, faithful, and self-controlled? At the San Lorenzo Public Library in, uh, let's see, Alameda County, California, they said, we're not interested in this book. The list goes on and on and on. These are libraries that have a month of pride celebration every year. And they, during that month in their library, an entire month, they have a series of LGBTQ plus books. But no, we're not going to have one day, one hour of reading a book about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. We're not going to have anybody come in here and talk about how you should deny the flesh, because the good angel on your right shoulder is speaking against the bad, the dark angel, the devil on your left shoulder. The devil, the dark angel representing the desires that you have, the broken desires that you have to lie, to cheat, to hurt, to harm, to engage in fleshly activities rather than rising above them, being better than that. Again, being born again rather than accepting the fact that you're born that way. Essentially, growing up and becoming a man or a woman of integrity and self-discipline. No, we can't do that. We're not going to do that. Here's another quote from this article. Publicly funded libraries are greenlighting gender marker and name change clinics while denying a story time that would involve reading a book that teaches about simple biblical wisdom. How much more clear can it get? This is a quote from Kirk Cameron as he's responding to this rejection of his book. Now, he concludes by saying this, we have to start fighting back or we will lose our kids and we'll lose our country. He's absolutely right. In fact, you could argue that it's too late. We've already lost our kids and lost our country, lost an entire generation or two, if not more, who actually buy this nonsense that these public libraries are peddling. They, they don't have it. They're listening to me or they're listening to somebody else who is objecting to this censorship of Kirk Cameron when he wants to read a book about, and I say it for the hundredth time on this show, this is the point. The book talks about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's what the book is about, and they won't let it be read to their children in a public library. Public library. Kirk Cameron says this, The woke left understands that morality is instilled by the age of 10, and they want their morality. Now, that's the only thing I disagree with here. It's not morality. It's immorality. But the quote says, they want their morality to win, not the morality that the Bible teaches. So true. 
Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. In those first few years, you're planting the seeds for who your child will become. And even if your child rebels against that and denies the teachings that you instilled in him him at that young age, more times than not, as life goes on and crises come in his life, you know, health crisis, career crisis, marital crisis. Those seeds that you planted when he was young, when you trained him up in the way he should go, by reading to him, singing with him about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, which I've done in raising my boys, more times than not, more times than not, what the Bible is telling you, that fruit over time, as the storms come and the storms blow and beat against that tree as it's maturing through life, the harshness of life, more times than not, your child will come home to what you taught him when he was young. Yes, by the age of 10, morality is instilled. But even if they rebel against it, don't get discouraged because they'll remember it's in there and they'll return home. The prodigal will come home. In fact, I would argue you should pray for crises, a storm that will break the branches and cause that kid to come home and recognize that what Paul said in Galatians and what Kirk Cameron is saying in his book is just simply right and true. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.